Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. Like, if you look at, not just, I'm going to say if you look at life, but Africa as a whole, like, seeing what's happening, like, it's, it's kind of bittersweet. And the reason why I say it's bittersweet is because it allows people to see the exact problems that are going on. Because for years, I've been saying that Africa needs, that Africa's not in, that African countries are not independent. So it's like they're still under colonial rule, it's just on a different level. And, yeah, and then what's weird is the fact of, you know, like in Britain, like I know, like it's like, when was it? This was at least a couple years ago when Buhari came over. I think when he came over to Britain or something like that, and then he was saying, "Something Britain should give." Yeah, and he said to bring. They said um, Britain should give back um, the the artifacts and stuff like that. Have they given it back? You see what I mean? So it's like, it's these things I look at, and I'm like, if if he was serious, you know what I mean? He wouldn't be asking. He will be demanding, and you take. He will be making sure. We get those stuff back, but on top of that, it's like the whole government as well, because it's like, yeah, basically, hashtag Africa is bleeding, but hashtag Africa is healing. Because the way I look at it, yeah, like I've got a different perspective on life in general, yeah, because I'm like, as a whole, people need to see what's actually going on. So if there's people out there that can actually help to solve these issues, then they can do what they need to do. Um, and then also, if you look at it, I feel like, you see, like, for example, this is going to sound mad, yeah, but there's a there's a method to this madness. All right, you see, have you ever cut, have you ever had, yeah, like, cut yourself, like, accidentally or whatever? Yeah. So, obviously, you know, when you cut yourself, like, you obviously, like, address it, you put, like, you put, like, an ointment on it or whatever, to help heal with the process. And then over time, it heals. Even though it hurts, like over time, it actually heals. So I feel like it's the same in this case. It's like, you know, for example, people, I know a lot of people are losing their lives, unfortunately, but I feel like the fact that people are now seeing it and they, they're hearing it, do you see what I mean? It's a thing where, for example, with SARS, like obviously, it stands for Special Anti Robbery Squad, but it's like they're not. It's like they're not really targeting the real robbers, which are the colonizers and stuff like that. They're literally, you know, the way that they do certain things is mad. Like they do like a like what do you call it? like an underhand treatment type of thing where they put they take people out that are really for the people, then they replace them with people that are beneficial to them. So it's crazy, but what's your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I get what you mean by that. Like when you said that they take people out that are really for the people, it's the same way that they deliberately like handed power to like the Northerners, because they know that, like for example, even in the Yoruba, they're very much in power. We need to go to school. You need to know, have knowledge. You need to know how to read. You need to know literacy. Like they're very much into education, but that's like our ingrained into our culture, ingrained into our tribes. But like with yeah. 
um, I would say slash family, they're like literally a five-year-old can be handed instead of a five-year-old going to school or re- learning, you know, um, literacy and learning how to read, how to like gain knowledge. They're being handed um, a plate and going out to go, you know, um, spend for themselves and spend for their family. So yeah. that's like their culture. They're not they're not big into learning. Even you see with the whole like those two um two hundred and something girls that were kidnapped, they they it's they're not it's just not in their culture for education. So it's easy for someone that can't even read, you can't even they can't communicate effectively. Like for example, they can you see the way that like President Buhari talks. Yeah. You see the way that we can't even understand. We are the Nigerians yet we don't understand what he's saying. So those type of people are perfect for um, colonizers to still have their mark on the country. And yes, they may not be physically there, but mentally they're still there in people's minds. Yeah. And people like this, they, and the government is, um, the government is literally the same. Like they're put there, they have literally, most of the people that are in the government coming from the same area, coming from the same tribe. Yeah. So it's like, they are deliberately put there to continue and that and um, colonize a worldwide colonization and stuff. Yeah. But um yeah, and also it also helps them. The reason why that like it helps them that people like this are around is because they're so brainwashed that they can come in. We're like rich in oil, Nigeria. Like yeah. the whole continent is beautifully gifted. Literally, this world depends on Africa. Yes, it's still poor because people want it to be poor. Because if we were doing well, if we were, um, if we were, if we were doing well and we were using our resources, we're gonna, we would be the ones to give them the ultimatum. Like, you have to pay us this amount. You have yeah. to give us this amount. Working it's interesting you, you say that. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that because, like, Gaddafi. Like he was on that mindset of um, get ha- getting a currency um, that's backed by the gold dinar. Do you see what I mean? That this, this is where Africa as a whole will benefit from. Mm. And the, the US and Britain and France and Germany and all that, they will be in, basically in submission to us. Like they, yeah. and it's, it's, and it's, they, and it? they don't, and sorry, but they don't want that to happen because if we, like if we're like powerful, like we're the ones that are giving you, yeah. they won't be able to stand. Like they won't be able to um, even. It's like sharing because, like now, like the way that the money that they're supposed to give people to like give people fair wages. Like you see people in the Congo, if they're working uh, like hours, but they get the equivalent of like one euro or one pound. So. Yeah. If that money that they're supposed to use to give them fair trade, they're using it for other parts to like benefit their country, like putting it puts it into other sections of their country to run that yeah. country better, and then get it for or get the things that they're getting, like these iPhones, like able to like look at how much they're charging. A whole iPhone yeah. could cost a thousand. It could cost a hundred. Yes, the people that are that's the crucial part of the iPhone, which is what you're getting. From. African countries, those people that are getting that aren't even able to um, live. And it's like, how can, and the thing is, like, they keep putting us in this cycle because it's like, how can I think about the future when 
I'm literally always thinking about the present. Like I'm starving. I'm going to like if I if, if let's say if I was like um, I'm looking for something to eat or something, I would I don't know I would sell my laptop or something. I would sell like I would do short term things or take short term things like take any deal just in order to like sustain that that current like state that I'm yeah. in. So that's what. Um, Africa is always constantly in, and that's where they, they're always kind of trying to put us. And our government isn't helping either. Like they, they would, they're taking this. Um, they're like take, doing these deals because that money that they get isn't going to circulate in the country; it's just going to go straight into their pockets. So it's like yeah, for them, it's true. okay. They, for them, it's pretty much okay if they get like I don't know a million out of it. A million, let's say a million naira. Don't know if it's that much, but like let's say they, they exported oil for the year and they get a million. That's a million straight into the pocket. Or mm-hmm. to share for a very small amount of people compared to the huge country. So to them it's like eh. and also the country being and um, the way it is, it it like they don't their children aren't gonna suffer. Their children have the children, most of their children, no, all their children have dual citizenship or even more yeah. than dual citizenship other places like you see sure. yeah let's get let's let's get an intro real quick though mm-hmm. so um my name is ifa trickle my name is Superman. and you're listening to the two ifa podcast um but yeah you to touch on because you mentioned about education and also you mentioned about um the whole uh, money situation as well which is key yeah um so i want to like you see with the money situation, the fact now let me talk about education first. All right. Because when you look, when you stretch it back, yeah, like because I was reading this book. Um, if I what's the name of this book? Let me see if I can get the name of the book. So basically, basically the, the book is called Udanani the Abel Religion, yeah. Yeah, the Abel Religion. And basically, um it, what's interesting is the way he's telling the story of how, mm. like, with his particular family, and it's the fact of with the whole, how can I put it, in terms of his education. So he had, a, I think he, he ended up going to a, um, like a, a a Christian type of school or something like that. Like his mom wanted to, his mom wanted him to go to a Christian school, and then I think his grandma was the, was the, the first. Um, the first Igbo woman in in the village to basically be a um, Christian, I, I guess. I can't remember the full full story, but what it's a thing of before, like did they just like practice African spirituality? Were they Jewish? Yeah, they, they, before they were, to pra- they were practicing Udanani, so that's what they were doing. So, um, so it's a thing of when the they the 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 missionaries came over, they put themselves in a position where they're enforcing their religion. Do you see what I mean? Like, you're supposed to wear this and this. Yeah, like, I, and even with saying that, because, you know, sometimes, even with us, we do that as well. Like, um, I noticed that, like, my mom was telling me, like, certain stories and some people that she knows, they weren't born into Christianity, but because of the fact that churches, like, missionaries within, like, Nigeria, like, actual Nigerian missionaries would go around helping in a kind of Either they felt the pressure to convert or they were kind of forced to convert because of the fact yeah. that they were helping them. And that to me, it shouldn't be like someone shouldn't be forced just because, like, like I shouldn't feel the need because I am Christian, but I shouldn't feel the need 
to help someone in the to gain them like to force them up like obviously yeah. i want them to like um, to convert but i shouldn't force them to convert and i see that a lot and it's just like yeah, yeah and, that, and that's the thing i feel like because like based on that alone it's the thing of how can i put it it's like that there's if you think about re- religion as a whole whether it be like any religion like they all have like a uh, um a way of life like the morals and the ethics and all that stuff there you see what i mean so that that in itself i feel like once that's taken once that's taken taken from that person who ever practiced whatever they practiced before mm-hmm. then their home not to say that Christianity is bad or anything like that, because I'm not here to say that. But it's the thing of, because I grew up as a Christian as well, but it's the thing of, when you look at it, it it's taken away what what we stood for. You see what I mean? And what we represent. And I, the problem yeah. is, mm-hmm. uh, the pro- the other problem is the whole schooling, the whole schooling, you see what I mean? What, what's being taught in schools? You see what I mean? Like, even I was trying to look at, Someone mentioned about this documentary of um, to do with um, I think it's called like an African colony, which I don't know why they called it an African colony when it was when Nigeria is a British colony, but like um, yeah. So I wanted to watch the documentary and find out more about it. But then what was interesting is when I was trying to research to find find it, I was seeing comments from people saying, "Oh, they, they never taught this in school. Why should I learn this in school?" And these are actually those that are actually in Nigeria that I'll be mentioning this. So yeah. I'm thinking like, what's in, so it's, a, it's the same thing with in Britain as well, where they don't teach the Brit, like what happened in the British Empire or whatever. You see what I mean? So I feel like what's been done here is they're purposely not teaching children yeah. the actual truth, the actual history. Like at the end of the day, we got like whatever's happened in the past has happened in the past and we can't escape that it can't be avoided it's the thing of where all right yeah we can learn from it and if we know it's something bad if we suffered negative and that's what we really feel it is then we can try and evolve from that situation it's like for example if you know um if you're playing with fire which i know you wouldn't play with fire but it's like and then you get burned you don't like that feeling so you stop playing with fire because now that's the lesson that you've learned so i feel like if the lesson, if, if 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 the history of how Nigeria was uh, came about and what you know what their tribes really are, the meetings no longer has a time limit. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh, my friend, my friend's about to drop. Um. All right. Yeah. So yeah. If what was I saying before? I love um, with Nigeria, if um, if we learned what we're supposed to, learn. yeah. So we learned the be- like the, the the beginning, like the, the the like where it started, how it started. But the thing is, like, and I get I get what you mean, but like certain people, like the way there's always an agenda, there's always a reason. Because, for example, in history, in history, there were some tribes like Nigerian, and speaking for Nigeria, there's some tribes that were like deliberately doing things for to other tribes. So it puts them in a bad light and they would want to be seen in a good light. And that's why some of them alter certain things. And yeah, I, I hear that. But it's like, 
whatever's happened has happened. Like you got, it's like I, I'm gonna do a football analogy. Yeah, like if a team, it's like if 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 someone's football team, like for example, in my football, if I know, for example, I hate to say this now, but I don't want to speak in existence because they're playing. But it's like I if I look at the history of who they're playing, and over time, there's been that opposition that's won more games. And they're playing a new game that that day that I'm reading that information. It's like I can't be upset, or nor can the players or whatever. Can they be upset, set or emotional about the past losses? Because that's happened before. But they can rectify the problem by saying, you know what, we're going to change this, 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 this situation sure, around. Like I get, I get what you're saying, but there's literally people that benefit from that. Like, like that's the thing with the, like, with Nigeria and the government, and the government in Nigeria. It's like there are people that benefit. Like the government benefits. They benefit from people being poor. They benefit from people not getting their rights. They benefit from people not getting what they're supposed to get. Like I remember, I was reading the constitution, the Nigerian one, and yeah. it's literally a replica of the Irish one. It's like. What, like people are people are pure like um you know screaming about bad roads like we are it's our right to have good roads it's our right to have good health care it's our right to have all these things like all these basic things basically but there is way more written in there than we realize and we don't know that there's like if you if you're unemployed you're entitled to unemployment benefits it says that there if you you're like because i always like my mom was always told me that like people i get pension older people that get pension or the ones that work for the government, but that's not the case. Everyone is entitled to a pension, even if you work for the government or not. So it's like yeah. all these things that you see. It's like none of this is being being um. None of this is they're not doing any of this. And even you see with the whole like warehouses and the fact that they put all these provisions, they did not provide a thing for like the government did not put a penny into people and making sure that they actually are able to get through this COVID. To, the, to this pandemic, but outsiders did that, organizations did that, and yet they still took it upon themselves to hide it from people and watch people starve. But then the Northerners, they got their um, per, um, power lessons. They got it. They got their provisions. So it's like, we're not you seen as is. part of Nigeria, the Southerners. It's the Northerners that are seen as the model Nigerians, and they're the ones... No, it is. It's like... There was this comment this that um oh, what's his name Big Nasty said um and he said like the person or the people with the most information wins so as much as and what's and what's what's interesting is although it should be it's hum, it it should be a human right that people should know their rights and know these pieces of information it's a thing of it's it's a really it's a really tricky one, but I, I want to take it back to the fact that you know with with if we look back at how the government is formed, for mm-hmm. example, like we know now it's 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 formed to benefit the the colonizers or whatever the oppressors, but that and that's the thing. I feel like in order for real change to happen, it's like we have to figure out, you know, what was it like prior to that I don't, think, me, I don't think so because it's like that's 
long time ago that it worked for them then. This, no, but this, this comes- whole colonization has already happened. So it's like we have to think how is it gonna how learning that the fact that we are colonized and there is ethnic tension, how are we gonna work through that? Because before there wasn't ethnic tension because everyone just stuck to their own tribe. We weren't Nigeria, we were literally in our like our own. Like I know yeah. that these are evil people. If I wanted to trade with uh, someone from another um, tribe, I would do that. And that's it. We, but we stuck to our own selves. Not saying that that's how it needs to go to because no, because it doesn't have to be like that. We're, this is the modern day, like this is modern times we are in Nigeria with different ethnic groups. But it's like, how can we learn to like realize the fact that we're not each other's enemies? But our common enemy, the fact that there is a government that's, that is trying to destroy us. No, but that's what I'm saying. The only the, the, how we can do that. This is what I mean. It's a it's it's it's, it's magic because I'm thinking there's so many of us in the first place. But it's a thing of the way I look at the way I've studied life so far in general. Like every generation mm-hmm. so far has basically like revolutionized a situation till we got to a next level of peace of freedom. So I think it's just putting out the information out there to let people know that this is like it's a thing of having like a before and after. Like for example, I'm seeing this 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 new trend where they're saying this is how it started and this is where we are. So yeah, I yeah. think if if we did if we showed how things were before, like especially if it's like it's mad. I don't explain it. It's like because if you think about, uh, let's put it this way: like an animal in a zoo, yeah, like it's gonna be diff completely. Let's say, say a lion, like mm-hmm. a lion in a zoo. Yeah, the lion's gonna be a lion, but it's not really, really gonna be a lion. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's caged and it's locked up. But if it's out in its natural habitat, you see what I mean? And it's not being it's not tamed. Do you see what I mean? It's it's then they're naturally them. So it's a thing of at the moment, it's like we're technically not technically. We're 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 more we're like in a zoo basically. We so we zoo. have we basically have to break out of that zoo and then let things understand. But it's, I don't know, it's it's weird. Because I feel like I feel like we're at the point where we're relying too much on the fact that we need leadership from someone else or a whole system. You see what I mean? No, I, like, I get that, but it's just that, like, how can, like, for example, it's like, how can, if we were trying to do things on our own, because a lot of the people, the reason why Nigeria is the way it is is because of individuals. Like, government doesn't do anything. They just fund people. They just, they just fund armies and buy guns and all of that using people's houses to do all those things when human beings i mean inside individuals are the ones that do like make the country you see individuals building their own, own hotels you see people from that lived abroad coming back and investing these are individuals so we have been doing our own things but it's like we want change you can't you can't expect us to you, you first of all you're not doing your job as a leader we elected you to not do your job and then when we're doing our own thing you're still coming to oppress us how does that make sense? Like, it's a clear example of like the whole COVID nineteen thing. People were doing their own. Like, when the whole COVID nineteen started hitting Africa, people still um, went to their market and had their market businesses, 
were going out hustling the way that they've been hustling. And then you're telling them that, oh, you have to go inside. You have to, you like, basically follow and copy the Western world of, like, locking people in, inside and telling them to go into lockdown and, and um, telling them to isolate themselves, self-isolate. But they gave, yeah. they gave people resources in order to do that. Yet, people, organizations knew that Nigerian government, that's just the way they are. They're not going to do that. And then they provided those things for them. Instead of you using the same, instead of them using, because it's a different state, it's not just one state, it's not just Lagos, it's in other states as well that they found their, these warehouses. So it's like, you're not doing your job. Outsiders did your job for you. And you're, instead of you actively going and you actively going and like, and bringing, like, sorry, you have to actively, you know, using that energy to like give people fully knowing that you didn't contribute anything, like you don't want to contribute, so you didn't contribute, but yet you use that same energy to lock up those things, hire yeah. people to stack those things up, because people were climbing it, like there was so much things in different states, because it's supposed to feed millions of people within that state, so you use that same energy, so it's like, how like, how are we, like it's like, we can't have a proper leader that leads us, but when we do things on our own, we can't have that either, and it's like individuals have been doing so many things, like trying to build the economy. Yet you see um, governors threatening them. There was one yeah. one woman I used to watch her um, in. I used to watch her on YouTube. My mom knows of her. My auntie knows of her too. She's from my like our state. Like she's from my I'm mine, but my mom and my auntie's part of like like of the evil land. And she was yeah. like she was trying to do things to build that particular place. And she has been getting, like, she has, she got a lot of threats from, like, local government, like, we can't do that. And that's someone using their own initiative. And it's different cases like that. It's like, what do you want from people? What do you actually want? So it's like, why wouldn't people want want better leaders? We're trying to, when they want to do things on their own, they can't. They're being stopped. When they're looking up from them, they look, they, they ignore them. It's like, what are they supposed to do? The, The only thing, for me, the only thing that could happen is, if all of them clear, I don't know how, because they're refusing, they want to die in power. They're refusing to leave. You have 80-year-olds that can't even function well. They're sitting there. You know what it is? See, this is the thing as well, because I nearly forgot to mention about money, like the whole money situation. But before we even get into that, yeah, mm-hmm. um, let's actually talk about the um, the Abel proverb of the week. Um, uh, so basically, there is the female told said well the female told said that husband is so sweet that when she got married she carried her husband permanently on the back so crazy isn't it? i say again the female told said that husband is so sweet that when she got married she carried her husband permanently on the back I don't, for me, it's like giving me very much black women should be strong type thing. I don't know. <laughs> because if it's an evil proverb, then it's obviously supposed to relate to the evil people. Yeah. So it's like saying that, maybe saying that a husband is like the best thing that can happen to a woman because there is that like whole narrative of like women yeah. are nothing without their husbands. And it should be like, oh, you're supposed to be his peace type thing by carrying the toll, carrying him, 
carrying yeah him on her back it's like you're supposed to be his peak i don't know what's your no, but you see no no see see i have a similar interpretation because the fact that you mentioned that you know it's to do with our people i feel like it's the same instance of you see with different tribes they're going to have different customs do you see what i mean yeah. They can have different ways of doing things and dealing with things. So it's like if we take it back to you know what we, the whole discussion about the whole uh, Nigerian government, for example, it's like although the majority are from different tribes, more like up north tribes, it's like, like the northern tribes. It's a thing of obviously as bad as it sounds, we know they have their ways. So it's a thing of no, I don't they know, do have their like, way. They do have their way. But it's we like, gotta focus on we gotta focus on our own stuff. It's like for example with um with this whole uh, what's it called the whole like breaking away from Nigeria basically. Yeah, they have to. If it's gonna if it's gonna have to take to doing that then that's what we're gonna have to do. But I feel like because I I have been seeing protests in regards to um uh, free Biafra and all that stuff there. So mm. this is the thing. It's a thing of understanding that if that's not working for us, then we have to basically do yeah, something. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. It's not like the whole Biafra thing didn't start today. People have been, True. People have been fighting. People lost lives. There was a whole Biafra war of thousands. Yeah. So I think, I'm saying thousands. The disrespect. Millions of people lost their lives. My yeah. mom even had like older siblings that died with that war. So it's like you can't like it's like the whole thing is like okay, you're not you're not recognizing as a Niger- Nigerian. You don't want to. So you always make you're always deliberately um um you're always deliberately inflicting pain to us because of the fact that we are different. Like they literally yeah. they they take um they literally take people from the north and put them in the east to go kill people. So it's yeah. like, you're doing all that, and we're saying that, oh, okay, we want to leave. We don't want to be a part of this anymore. We want to form our own thing. We, we want to be free from Nigeria. We want to call ourselves Biafra, because it's not just evil people. Biafra as a whole is like, you know, um, all these other tribes are sim- somewhat similar to evil, but they're yeah. similar to evil compared to, to Yoruba or ourselves. So it's like, you're telling us that like we're not part of evil. You're always treating us like second classes in our own country. We want to, we want to move. We want to move, and yet they're not getting their way. And even I heard today that Cameroon was part of like Nigeria. Like, well, I don't know if it was called Nigeria at the time, but like it was part. We were together, and they yeah. were able to break apart. I uh, see. That's the thing. Like, because it's, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because I was not doing more research on Nigeria as a whole. It's like I realized that, for for example, what was it? Uh, eighteen thirty-three is when the British abol well, they apparently abolished slavery. But meanwhile, like in eighteen ninety-seven, that was when like basically Nigeria was formed. So it's a thing of when you look at it from that perspective, it's a thing of okay. Why was it, you know, why was it formed? Because, because now it's they were part of um, 
what was it? Something to do with, let me see if I can bring it up again. But it was to do with, yeah, because you mentioned about with Cameroon. So I'm I'm going to assume, I'm, I'm assuming here, that they were also banded together in the Royal Niger Company. Because even, because I, when I was looking at the flags, because before us, I was reading to do with more to do with, you know, um, with Kwame Nkrumah, and then they mentioned there was there was a flag, uh, a, a different flag prior to um to the alleged independence, and so I thought, right, that's interesting, and then I found out, I found out that basically, let me bring up the flag. Uh, yeah, so yeah, what's interesting is at the end of the day, I feel like with that flag, let me see if I can find the flag. So basically. Yeah, so the flag here is called yeah the 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 flag of British West African settlements. Do you see what I mean? That like looking at that flag. Let me click on it properly. Yeah, because even the way you said that, like um, West Africa, West Africa was doing so well before the whole colonization, so because they weren't forced to be one. They were just like, oh, we had our own thing. We're doing our own thing. But I know that there's other people that are around us. And then they yeah. trade, they um, communicated with one another. They traded with one another. They had um, ties with one another. But it's not being for They're not being forced to like coexist with one another. So it's like, yeah. I get that um, issue that tribe is, is a stupid thing because it's like not a stupid thing but like it's, it's not a stupid thing but what i'm saying is that it's a stupid thing that that is something that we use against each other but it's like if you're being told to do something you need it just it's not going to work like for some people like for me personally i am used to being indoors i'm used to like um, staying indoors but like i'm being told to do that now like i have yeah. no choice now it becomes an issue. Yeah, it's it becomes an issue. So it's like, so it's like you're. They did that. It's like building Nigeria that we have modern. Well, maybe we went Cameroon was part of us. Like that. That is like bringing a bunch of people and forcing them. They're not making the choice for themselves. You're just forcing them to like coexist. Yeah, and that alone causes a huge divide. Because if you look at it, uh, like I clicked on the thing, and all it says, it only mentions that basically the Gambia, Ghana, Nigeria, and Sierra Leone were part of the, um, yeah, part of the British West African settlement. But that was between eighteen, it says between eighteen twenty one and basically eighteen eighty eight. So I'm going to assume this is just making a wild assumption, considering, yeah, considering, um. Um, Cameroon is in West Africa as well. I'm going to assume they added that later on because um, what Cameroon didn't become independent, allegedly independent till late on as well, which is another thing. Like, that's probably another 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 topic on uh, independence. We could do that another time because that is mad strange to me. Like, I just figured timing don't make sense. But um, yeah, I feel like I honestly feel like mm-hmm. a solution, like. It may not seem like it now, but I do feel like there is a, an effective solution that is like coming. It's a thing of like 
we just have to be patient and just do what we can with what we have. Because I honestly feel like, yeah, I can say, oh, well, if we learn about our true roots and we embrace our, our cultures and this, that, and third, like, yeah, I can say that, but then it's a thing of some people, like, are not, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're not ready for that, but it's some okay. people, they learn at different ages and different stages of their exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. You can't force everyone to learn something at the age of 20 or whatever. Like, everyone is yeah. different. And sometimes, at a particular, the way you deliver it as well, like, for example, some people will watch something and be like, oh my goodness, I've been so ignorant. And other people will watch the same thing and still, they still wouldn't get it. They still, they'll still be in the same mindset. So yeah, it really, it's be, it's there is a change coming, but it's about us really just like helping and doing what we can. If you're in Nigeria, do what you can, but be yeah. wise about about it, and don't yes. like try. We, we need to try and have as much as we have. We need to try so a lot. So we have to try to limit the amount of bloodshed. Because it's it's just it's too much. But these people are willing to do whatever it takes to stay in power. True. They do the thing is, there you say reduce a bit of bloodshed, which is true in a sense. But one thing I realized in in life, in fact, yeah, we can't. Uh, you know what? It's it's funny you even mention that because I was gonna do a video on that, but like on how to prevent how to I can't remember what it was something to do with how to prevent violence or something like that um, to, how to get what you want without violence basically but it's a thing of sometimes violence is necessary yeah you know it I mean? is I thought but, I had two the, reason, the reason why I'm saying to prevent bloodshed is you know the way that um, for example if there's a like you can like protest but now you know that they don't care like with the whole like yeah. massacre, you know that they don't care. But once it's um once it's past the curfew, whoever they see, they're willing to kill. So for yeah. me, having that thing happen like that, that horrific thing happen, for me, I would protest. But once it's, before it hits curfew, I'm out. I'm gone home, and I'll yeah, that go, makes sense. And I'll go on and yeah. protest online and retweet, donate, um. Um, sign petitions, whatever I can, but I, that's not me being a coward. It's just me trying to like prevent bloodshed. And prevent no, no, that makes sense. That honestly mm -hmm. makes sense because even like because there's different levels and forms of protest. You don't necessarily have to go out in the street yeah. and march and. And that's what people don't get. People don't get that because some people they would retweet something, or if you don't physically like, for example, if you're not. If I'm not like going on social media and talking about it, they feel like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Like with the whole Beyonce thing that happened, people feel yeah. like she like she should quiet, but she could be completely doing wonders behind closed doors. But because yeah. we live in a technology era, everything has to be online. You have to but air out the, your laundry, and that's that, 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 that's the thing. I feel like because if people understand how people actually move, like actual different individuals, like. I've known Beyonce, well, I don't know her personally for, yet, but like like her and her husband move in silent when they do their char charitable works and all that stuff. They're like, they move in silent. So they're doing something. And um, the fact that her mom had to defend her as well, that was mad interesting. But, and this is the thing, I feel like, not to, to call out T.Y. Savage, but I'm just saying, 
like she could have easily picked up her phone and called her. You see what I mean? No, if she no, that, she can't call. Um, she won't be able to get to her directly because she. Even if she can't get she through to her directly, I right, cool, get get through to her assistant or whoever. Yeah. So I mean, get I to think, her, it's like, I think the reason why like Tiwa did that was because it was a state of confusion. Like people, like you see, they people are people are so frustrated to the point that it's like you stay day in day. Um, it's not even that because people weren't necessarily like calling on Beyonce because they thought like, oh, if Beyonce was to tweet something, it would just stop and the government would just like realize themselves. No, it was more to like spread awareness because I feel yeah, like but- there is some level of a double standard, I'm not going to lie, because people, when people were, um, when the whole Black Lives Matter was really intense, people were ready to cancel anyone that did not speak up on it, like brands and um, organizations, stuff like that. So it's like, why is it that when Africa is crying, it's so we're so quick we're so it's so easy to just like dismiss the fact that someone didn't talk about it. It's I'm not saying that like this it all stems from celebrity worship as well, but I'm just saying that there is yeah. that bit of stuff. Because yeah, I'm gonna say like with this this is the thing it's like I understand like about wanting so a particular celebrity to to make more awareness, but it, it's what's strange to me is wanting to make awareness. It's like you want you're already aware of the situation, but you want them to be aware of the situation to make more awareness. Which cool, it makes sense to a degree if that person has ties to to um, a, a person or organization that can but really affect. But that's the thing. But we don't know. Like for example, yes, we don't know that if she has ties, but they can be. You know, some people. Um, they, like that's the whole point of influence. Like some people don't know, like who, like not even don't know. Some people won't take something serious until a particular person or a particular organization, or even sometimes, like we see the way that some people wouldn't take uh, news serious until like a particular news um, station talks about it. So it's like that people like it can be that someone that is like watching Beyonce that loves Beyonce is a part of Beyonce's fan base can actually be the person that we be. So that's, we don't know. We don't know. So that's that's why it's true, like, but in, in this particular situation, it's hard to say. Like, only only because I feel like it's a thing of, like, Buhari, like, as much as I know the government in, in Nigeria is, is corrupt, it's like, I understand that if I'm going to protest about something, mm. especially with like SARS or whatever, first I'm gonna go directly to the person who started SARS and find out, you know, how can we resolve this situation? And if there's no, if we can't come to a resolution, then I'll find out another route. Do you see what I mean? What, That's do, you the mean? Only... what, what do you mean, like who started SARS? I mean, no, sorry, but... not, not who started SARS, what do you mean by going, you yourself going or like the people going? Yeah, whether, from, like, whether it's me, or anyone that has that that um that influence in, in a sense. Me being a man and me wanting to resolve situations, I can happily just say I will go. But I like if I'm gonna do it, like I, I wouldn't mind doing it at this present moment, but I need to get myself to Yeah, but the thing that they're not honest. Look at that's the what I mean, that's... they're not gonna be honest, but it's a thing of 
it's like for, it's it's mad. It's, it's I don't explain it. It's like it's like for example, and there is and not just that, but you said like the way like find out who made it. But even with the whole massacre, we don't know who even sent it. Like everyone's like denying it. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So it's like they're so dishonest to the point where they won't even like they would do something yet they'll say it's not me that did it. So it's like it's deeper than like just someone coming out and being like, oh, I want like I want to find out who's going to like tell me this and that. Like they're just. We don't, it's not we about telling. It's not about just, it's not about them telling and admitting because it's like if you know and you can, it's like if you can, if you have enough evidence that proves that they are the perpetrators, then you can actually say, look, you know what I mean, show them the situation and then and come, just basically come to res- resolution. I believe there's like resolutions can be made. There's always a will and there's always a way. But I nearly forgot to also mention about the whole money situation. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you look at, for example, the whole government situation, it's like with the whole money. It's a thing of where are they getting that money from? And it's usually from the actual colonizers who actually own the World Banking System and own the International Monetary Fund. And I think there is a. What do you mean? Thing. Money for what? Um, money for what? Like. Money so basically, help the country. Like they, um, what do you mean? So basically, the, the idea is to help the, the money to help the country. Do you see what I mean? But at the same time, they owe they like that now that government, the Nigerian government, government for example, now owe them money. Do you see what I mean? So obviously, yeah. now it's a thing of where now I boom, they got to introduce tax on these other taxes or whatever to be able to, you well, know, get. Happens- that happens all, I get what you mean, but that happens all the time. Like they come in, they put us in a, in that situation where we stupidly, the government stupidly accepts that situation. And then it's that now down to not even the government to suffer it and pay it. It's now down to the people paying tax, paying their money to to fund the fact that to pay the taxes. Because usually whenever you um you borrow money. You don't actually pay the fact that money you borrow. You just borrow the like. I mean, sorry, you pay the the tax or you pay the the I don't know interest in that. That's that's what I learned in macroeconomics. But that's basically what I learned. So yes, yeah, I get like what you're saying is definitely correct. That they do um put us in a situation where they're borrowing money, but then people. Nigerian citizens are the poor, they're already poor, you've already woken them, are then being forced to pay that tax, when in reality, if you didn't pocket the money that is in the country to begin yeah. with, and did what you're supposed to do and what you're elected for, we would not be having this issue, we would not have to borrow and be constantly in debt. See, this, and this is a, this is a problem, the, the, the moment like the moment um, like a an African government or Caribbean government end up finding the truth and end up trying to navigate the country out of that situation. What do they do? They they, the, the, they introduce a military coup to take out that 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 leader. You see what I mean? And so Sorry. they so basically what happens is they take out the the leader that is about to 
like affect actual change, like proper real change that's going to benefit our people and that. And then they replaced, yeah, so they take them out through, most of the time through military coup, and then they replaced them with someone that basically a puppet. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It, so that, and I think, as, so this is what I'm trying to say with the whole government system. It's like, if you look at the whole situation properly, it's like, the system was never literally built to protect us or defend no, our people. No, it wasn't. It was so we, need, we need to, 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 to find a way to get so the first, the first thing, The first thing, and this is, it's the, what we need to do is clear, or how to yeah. do it isn't clear. Like, we need to remove all the old people. Like, they have, they're the ones causing the issue. Because they're already so close to be, being dead that they're like gonna die in power, but they're also not gonna um, face the repercussions of their actions. And even their children aren't, but they're not even living in Nigeria. They're not tied to Nigeria. It's the people that are already struggling are gonna be the ones to face the repercussions. So it's like, we don't know, like they need to, they're the ones that need to leave. Well, you can't just remove all of them somehow and then put a bunch of people because it's just gonna, history is gonna keep repeating itself. And the same thing is just gonna keep happening. But if there's a system in place to ensure that these, whatever, if you if you do some um, fraudulent things or do some shady things, you're, you're going to have to be hold, held accountable. And in the Constitution, it says that if anyone goes against the Constitution, which is human rights and stuff like that, they're hold account, held accountable. But because of the fact that they're so corrupt and there's no accountability, Everyone literally has dirt on each other. Everyone is literally doing the same thing. Nothing is going to be done. And if someone comes in, it's going to be hard for someone to come in and be, and it's going to be hard for someone to come in and do something because a lot of people, like, you kind of, like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here saying that, oh my goodness, every single politician that's ever went into Nigeria is just corrupt. That's not how it starts. Like, they can come in, like, having, um, ties to like the local people, the average Nigerian and have facing their struggles and realizing that there is a huge issue and they come in, the, they manage to enter um, politics and come into like the, their circle and they're like trying to like make a change. The people that are already there and people that it, it, it literally this structure benefits them are going to bully them, either bully them to, to like bully them to like be the way they are or they and just be a puppet for them or they're gonna just like back down and be like this is not for me or they're gonna look around and like everyone else is like packing money i'm the only one here that is like seeing this is wrong and then before you know they're brainwashing to like do the same thing yeah it's that whole product of your environment situation which exactly. is mad but like i don't know i feel like eventually change will come anyway it's just yeah, it's it, definitely because like I said before, like at the start, like this whole it's like a wound, isn't it? Like needs to, to it needs to be addressed, and then once it's addressed, the healing starts. So mm-hmm. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like life can be. It's a thing where I don't know. Put it this way, yeah. Like with us not living in Nigeria, we're obviously going to see things from a different perspective. 
Yeah, but definitely. for those in Nigeria, they're going to see things from a different perspective. And so it's a thing of, we, as much as we know what we know, we don't know what they like. Most are really, really, really going for because yeah, SARS is just SARS is just one of the problems because oh. there's so many lists of problems. And that's what, so that's many. what scares me the most, and that's what even pisses me off the most. People are literally saying we don't want to be killed by SARS. Just one, just one thing. They're not talking about goals. Talking about every other thing. Look at like Rema, the the Nigerian artist. He was literally saying that one of his um friends was literally being operated with the only source of light was a candle that oh. that type of thing is like we're not even talking about the other issues we're talking about just stop killing us we deserve the right to live how can someone like you're supposed to protect us but then you're the ones killing like that alone that's what caused this whole thing it's like what like there is it's just oh, it, it's, it's yeah it's, it's mad it's mad it's mad and I think I think as well um, what it's also going to take is some people to just really be what's the word it's like it's like not just because there's because obviously we're talking about Nigeria but then there's different problems in African and Caribbean countries and it's like when you look at it it's like you have to Literally, when 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 the colonizers want to chat rubbish about us and try and whatever, we have to take a stand and not be fearful of how we how we're looked at. Because I think that's another thing yes. that people are scared that they're gonna lose their jobs or they're gonna be looked at in a different way. Like you just got if they want to see our, our like our people as dictators when they're the ones that dictating, then. That's what, that's what saddens, that's what really pisses me off the most, because it's like, I remember being in geography class, and yeah. literally in the whole, what we're, the only thing we're learning is, oh my goodness, Africa is so poor, why are they so poor? Like, no accountability of the fact that you came to colonize, and then you brainwash people into thinking that colonization is like, okay, and then you put people, deliver people, certain people in power in order to like, continue that mindset and continue that um way of like that structure it's like they don't they just it's just so biased and it's like they like you said they don't tell the full story because to suit their narrative to to yeah. oh god it's, 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 mad. it's mad crazy but once we yeah once we properly all prop and take a proper stand let them know that uh, we ain't having it this time then you know what i mean because i feel like What's weird, no, it's not weird, but it's like I've noticed they fear when we're actually united. They are very much. Like they fear. Yeah. And that's like, and because, like, even though we're talking about Nigeria and, and Africa and, and that, like, from the perspective, like, growing up when so, so they were about, and the way that, could they were a group, the majority of them were black, but it's like, at the end of the day, they, they weren't really doing anything negative, like they. But the thing is, they wanted to. The, the government were literally doing things to break them up to to ensure they don't have that level of influence. But you know what? They still had the level of influence to the point that they, the UK scene where it is, where it is now, is thanks to. Well, I don't. I don't want to just give them all the thanks and praises and all that stuff there. But it's the thing of, you notice, that, when you unite in such a way, 
you're showing a level of influence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean I feel like, it is. you know, the dominance that we can have because that's like, like the resources, our resources literally run the globe. Like, regardless yeah, and, that's, of resources, and that's what I'm saying. That's why they, they, there's forces that are constantly trying to like make sure that we stay in the position that we are and we have like hate for each other because once we like put heads together, look at like Nigerians are like the biggest, like the most minority. No, Nigerians are the minority outside of Nigeria that are like literally doctors, all of this. Like once we all use our expertise and put our heads together, they can't, they don't stand a chance. It's like, yeah. like a little metaphor I'm about to do, but it's like, or simulate I'm about to do is like someone that is in, a, in an abusive relationship. That abuser does not want the person being abused to know that they have worth because that already... <laughs> That literally, that means that they're gonna like, like walk up, walk and um, stand up and leave and realize their worth. So it's like, that's literally how it is with black people, and that's why it's kind of annoying to see when we like literally enable that by being against each other. Yeah, and I think this is so. I mean, it, it this all comes back down to education as well, because I feel like if we're cons- consistently taking our kids to their school systems and I uh, fair enough I don't know the the actual situation in Nigeria and Af- other African countries and stuff like that. But if they're not being taught a certain certain level of certain things and then they're, they're sh- and they're seeing things, for example well, in the African media, yeah. then it's a thing of they're gonna implement that what they're seeing like subconsciously. So it's a yeah. thing of understanding, you know, how powerful media is as a whole, but knowing yeah. that parents they are the they, it's their responsibility to teach their children and understand yeah. you know this is the way of life and let's move forward from then. But yeah, yeah, like you I said, don't know, like you said, and um, we don't know how Nigerian schools are like, um, but like most of like Nigerian schools is like a huge thing, like it's literally set up to please like the um the colonizers because there is such a huge thing on like yeah obviously people go to school and they learn their languages but there is a lot of huge thing on English and it's like and even the way that like um schools are set up in Nigeria it's like very similar kind of like like with um the like for example people call it high school and stuff like the way that they do I don't yeah. let me just not go too deep into that but it is very much like you know, it's not independence. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like you can't um keep copying. There's too much of a copy from um, the Western world, and that we see that a lot with like Connor. And it's copied for a reason. You know what I mean? It's copied for a reason. So we need to, we need to have, we need to literally have our own thing. But yeah, you know what? We kind of literally um let's just quickly get into the game real quick because I nearly forgot. And you know what? Maybe not. You know what? All right, you start here because I need to remember what I remember the meaning. Okay. Okay. So the first one is KK Moon. Oh, um, that's how are you, right? Yes. So these are kind of easy. Easy. And um, wait, say it again though, because I can, I need to not pronounce that properly. KK Mary. KK Mary. KK KK Mary. Yeah, like KK Mary. Keke Mary. Keke. 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 
Keke. Mary. Mary. Oh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it someday. Someday. Well, you're gone. What's the other one? Um, darling. Oh, that's easy. That's thank you. Yeah. And Mary. Uh. See, that sound like that should be easy, but it's hard. Mm. Um. I just literally gave you a clue there without me giving you a clue. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought it'd be. It sounds like a video. No, I literally just, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw, but I literally just gave you a clue without really giving you a clue. If that makes you. sense. You. Like, I, yeah, I, like, I self conscious. No, it's the answer you. Huh? It's the answer you. No, no. Oh. Um. I give you, I give me another clue. I just deliberately did that. I gave you the same clue, but deliberately. The same clue? Yeah, but deliberately this time. The same clue, but deliberately. The first time I did it without realizing, without really thinking, and the second time I did it deliberately. Um... Oh no! I sh- oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I did it again. The third time. Oh. Um. Mary. 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 Drinking. No, but. It's you know you're not too far. Well, water. Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, but hang on. Mm-hmm. So that you know why I thought it was you know why I thought it was you, because I thought because mm-hmm. of yeah I'm 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 not gonna mispronounce it but you know what I mean Kiki Mary, so that's why I thought. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, it's like Miri and Miri. It's like kind mm-hmm. of nonsense. Really. That's even can be really tricky when it comes to that. Like it can literally somewhat look the same or sound the same, but it doesn't mean the same thing. <gasps> what is no yours? Idea. Mine's uh, this is crazier because um, what's happened is I mm-hmm. didn't write it down properly. So what I'm gonna have to do. Mm-hmm. Is from the original ones. Um, I'm gonna have to change it. Hold up. If this, oh, what is wrong with this app? I have to go from. All right. Um. Actually, I know what I, I know one that I pronounced, which I think I remember, remember that one. Even if it's just one, it's fine. Anya. Huh? Anya. Anya. What? Anya. Anya. Sounds like Anya. 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 
No, it's not. It will be. No. I don't know. Okay. I probably. Uh, you... I don't know if I know it, but like maybe it's pronunciation. I don't know. And yeah. Let me give me a clue. And. Let me see if I got it right. For... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Basically, the clue I can give you is, although you didn't touch it just now or a few seconds ago, like, that's that's the clue I can give you. Shoulder. Face. You're close. Hair. Nope. Nose. Nope. Eyes. I ears. Do. Eyes, got got the eyes. Eyes. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you another one. EC. Uh, yeah, EC. Alright, give me a clue. It's to do with the face. Face. Mouth. No. Nose. Hair. No. Eyes. No, that's not eyes. Um what's this again? Ears. No. Eyebrows. No. Do the face. I said everything on the face. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if I say it, I say it. That's it's to do with the face. You're missing something. It's to do with the face. Um. Forehead. <laughs> Cheek. No. Right, one more try. I'm like, I want to get this. One, two. Oh, you're timing me. Three. The uh, cheekbone. I don't know. <laughs> no heads. You see. Oh, I'll give you another oh. one. <laughs> I just don't give anyone, but another one. Um, right. which it, it kind of ties in, but it will, but it not, it's nothing to do with the face, but the reason why I say it's kind of ties in because you probably, okay, but it's not to do with the face. It's nothing to do with the face. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you as an animal and people eat it. Chicken. And it's an animal, and people eat it. Yeah. Well, it's not that common for people to eat it here, but in Nigeria, it's quite common for people to eat it. Um, well, people do eat it. Um, people do maybe drink. Yeah, people do drink a part of it here. Now, you might as well tell me, because I ain't got a clue. Goats. I was gonna say go as well, you know. Okay. Yeah, like okay. the reason why I say it kind of ties in because it's like it's here so goat's head. So people lost that. People love eating that. Yeah. I get that. All right. So the one I got for you, this one's too easy for you. <laughs> too too easy. All right. Basically, all right. Sunday. Huh? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I was like, it's easy. I was like, are you speaking English or are you speaking English? I'm sure. I, want, I didn't want to give you... So, 
Alright, um, let me give you another one. Um, yeah, let's try this one. Do you know what? Have you ever tried? I'll have to go to Nigerian and um, Igbo, sorry, the lack of um, food. Have you ever tried um, Inkwabi? Well, it's called Inkwabi or it's called Abacham. It's called what? Inkwabi. Some people pronounce it Inkwabi. Some people pronounce it Abacham. Have you ever had that? Or do you know other? I don't think I have. I don't know if I have pronounced It's like Igbo um, salad. It's really nice. It's you kind of like it's kind of like wait, I'll okay, let me see if I can get out. Cool. Uh let me give you the last one here though. Um the last one is OCC. OCC. Yeah. OCC. <laughs> what is that? Oh quick. Is it? Ah, huh? it's what? Quick. Nope. No, Aussie. Okay, that's Aussie. So, <laughs> what is you want that? a clue? Yeah. Alright, the clue I can give you. What clue can I give you? That sounded too obvious. You usually see it outside. That's the clue. You usually see it outside. Yeah. Trees. Yeah. That's it. Ooh. That's the thing. I don't know much about like evil, like nature, like to describe things. It's mo- mostly what I know about evil is like just general conversation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the picture of the cool or in some people can also say it. So I'm I'm just looking at something. All right, but anyway, because we we've we've more or less gone over, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely have to by eleven minutes. By eleven minutes. So. Um, what was I gonna say? Song of Ebo Song of the Week or uh, movie or you know, um, Ebo Song of the Week is Prince Chinedu Naka. <laughs> no, I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong, but Ni Wadike Nawadike. That's it. I think that's it. Nawadike, the Prince Chinedu Nawadike. A fruitful person. He's a gospel singer. Cool. And you? I think mom was a gospel singer too, you know. <laughs> Seriously. Like, do you notice that like most evil people that do like are in the music industry are mostly gospel singers? Yeah. I've seen a lot true. of people that like are no not even most sorry, not most evil people. Most evil people that speak evil tend to speak it. Um tend to um, sing gospel music, but the ones that uh, are evil, they tend to like you know. Then when they speak, like I don't know what am I saying? I'm confused. We've gone over time at this point. I'm just talking rubbish now. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. So basically, my one is 
All right, so the artist name is called, I might even pronounce the name wrong, so bear with me, yeah? It's Chief Dr. Oliver De Cook. How do you pronounce D-E-C-O-Q-U-E? D-D-C. So, no, D-E-C-O-Q-U-E-C, yeah. O-Q-U-E. U-E. Yeah. Okay, D E C O K. No, no, Q. Q. D E C O Q. U E. U E. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because, yeah, because it's it's weird. Because I'm, I'm wondering, I'm trying to read it in English, but it's not supposed to be read in English. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that is very crucial to like learn the alphabet and learn the pronunciation of those alphabets, and that's what makes it easier to like pronounce each word. Yeah, each word is very dangerous. All right, so basically, my the song is basically called Ordinani. Basically, yeah, that's what it's called. Ordinani. But yeah, so basically, Ordinani is basically our spiritual system. Wait, Ordinani. It sounds. It's really like Ordin. Is it? Does it mean it's all right? Ordin. No, Ordinani is basically. How should I put it? Basically, Odinani is our our own spiritual system, our own religion, or whatever. I can't even call it a spirit. I can't even call it religion because when I was on the the, part the, of the um, yeah, it's part of the culture. I was I was I was watching on the um ah I forgot it's called the Able Culture Support Network, the last one I was on, and I had there was a few people explaining it, and I was like. Raw, like they're saying, it, it it can't. It's not a religion. Even in the, the book I'm reading, you know what I mean. He's saying it's not a religion, but he's referencing certain points where there are similarities to Christianity and stuff like that. Um, so that's very very interesting. But yeah, so I'm, I'm on the local obsession spree with our our way of life, basically. I feel like the best way to like learn is to like be there, be in the evil land, because I remember there was one time, and this is like a memory I remember, when I was younger, I went to like, I think yeah, my grandmother, my my well, my mom, my dad's side of the family, I went to like their town or village, and I remember there was like a masquerade, going, and they were like going around, and yeah. that's that's part of our culture, that, that whole masquerade thing, but well, I remember um, they were saying that they were kidnapping kids, like they kidnapped children. I'm not sure if they do, but there is that there is a divide and there is a fear of like people not wanting to like um, indulge in their certain parts of the culture because of the fact that they have their like Christianity or have their way of life or have their Western way of life ingrained in their um, culture true. or ingrained in their mindset. So, that's yeah. true. That's just but yeah, I I definitely want to experience seeing the masquerade. To be honest, I really like even when they were explaining it in the book. I'd like I I need to exp- I need to see it. Even when what when one of my eyes was explaining it, I'd like I need to see this. 
Mm. I need to experience it. It's beautiful. Like, even like with the Yam Festival, they have like Yam Festival. It's really good. Like, it's it's nice to be there. Like, I remember just going and I actually loved it. I went to my mom's, then straight, it's like a couple of days after I went to my dad. No, sorry, I went to my dad's a couple of days after I went to my mom's. Completely different. And they're both able, but completely different because there's different states. They're in different states. So it's really beautiful. Definitely. Yeah. Like, there's even other states that I've never been to that I would love to go to that are not, that are evil. Yeah. Yeah. But that is it for this episode mm-hmm. of today's podcast. Um, so I don't know why I said it like that, but you yeah. know. <laughs> but until next time, thank you for uh, you listening watching. and watching the 2FA podcast and yeah. Um, oh, the, so obviously we should know our details by now or where to find us. Um, anything to do with me, just the Akibulan Trust. And I mean, I do have other social media accounts like Real Versatile, but I'm predominantly using Akibulan Trust. <laughs> and with me, you can catch me on Instagram, Zahisantino underscore Amy. And actually, no, don't catch me there. Catch me on Evil Queen underscore iffy that's my um, instagram for my youtube and same name for my youtube yeah thank you so much for watching we appreciate you coming here and listening yeah thank you so much see you in the next one